return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Let's welcome her all right as she comes up. Amen. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Thank God his praise can continually, continually, isn't that a good word? Be on, in our mouth. Amen. And he's the worthy one. It's great to know that when we worship him that God is here. Yeah. Emmanuel. Yes. God is with us. Yeah. So I'd like to speak tonight on... Oh, thank you. I might use a pointer. <laughs> set, set it behind you. Okay. I'd like to speak tonight on something really dear to my heart, and the things that you love to do are uh, gifts from God and things that God puts in you. And I'd like to talk tonight about, I've been thinking about the alabaster box for a few weeks and just what that meant to, to uh, when Mary broke that alabaster box. So if you'd open your Bibles with me, I want to read that first. Because to me, the alabaster box talks about, it represents the benefits that come with the power of worship and praise. Worship and praise. Even here tonight. I know we came in one way and we leave another way because we're changed from glory to glory. And it's into the image of God's dear son. What's not to like? Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and open to Luke 7, and we'll read this first, and we'll honor the Lord tonight. He alone is worthy. He is our focus. He is our mainstay. I was glad glad when they said unto me, say say the rest, let us to the house of the Lord. That's right. Father, we thank you tonight for your word. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the faithful one, that you have come tonight to live within the praises of your people. Thank you, Jesus. You've made a habitation here. We thank you, Lord, that we can glorify you and magnify you. And, Lord, that we can use our bodies, our vessels, as an alabaster box to be broken and poured out for you to anoint you tonight with oil, Jesus, to draw closer to you. Father, I pray that there will be even a deeper level of intimacy. As we draw nigh to you, you draw near to us, that people here tonight, will, everyone will experience your presence in a more intimate way than ever before. Be glorified. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Luke 7, I want to start with verse 36. It says, one of the Pharisees asked him, asked Jesus, that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house, and he sat down to to eat, to meet. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, she knew that Jesus was at meat in the Pharisee's house. She brought an alabaster box of ointment. And as she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. When is the last time we've cried in his presence? When is the last time we've had a tear in our eye because of what he's done for us? Then she wiped those tears with her hair, and she kissed them. And then she took her alabaster box, and she poured perfume on Jesus' feet. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, well, if this man were a prophet, he'd know who's touching him. He'd know what kind of woman she is, that she's a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, 
I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two men owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii, the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he canceled the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon replied, well, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt canceled. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman. He said to Simon, do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wept my feet with her tears. She wiped my feet with her hair. You didn't give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much, but he who has been forgiven loves little. Jesus said to her, can't you just hear the love in his voice? Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this, even he who forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you, and he always releases peace. Go in peace. So I think this is such a beautiful picture of this devotion and this worship and this praise that this woman, her name is Mary, and that she poured out upon Jesus. And I want to talk about this, this alabaster box, that when she broke the box, she released a very precious ointment. It had myrrh in it as an ingredient. The fragrant aroma was extracted from blossoms found in Syria, in the Himalayas, or in India. It was a strong-scented perfume, and coming from a long distance, it cost a lot. In fact, different uh, authors say that it was worth a whole year's wage, what she poured out on Jesus that night. I think there's a PowerPoint picture of an alabaster box. Um, There's a lot of different pictures if you Google it, and um, but this this is the one that I re, it reminded me of what we have here when we anoint people with oil, yeah. and um, it says this alabaster box held something valuable worth one year's salary. It was a cruise. Then there's different descriptions that talk about you know. Well, I'll just read it here. A vase or a flask made of alabaster, like a white marble. This is like a white marble. These cruises were generally round-shaped with a long, narrow neck. Then it says that first she anointed his head, then his feet, wiping his feet with her long, flowing hair. We have anointing oil in here. I just thought it was really similar to the, of what it might have looked like. And it was common to honor distinguished guests. Earlier in that chapter, it says that he was being honored. But to sit at the master's feet and use her valuable fragrant oil to anoint his feet demonstrated a posture of humility. She came down at his feet. And it says in different parts where she's remembered that that Mary would always be remembered all around the world. For what she did. So some 2,000 years later, because she carried a costly alabaster box of perfume just to break it open and anoint it and anoint his feet as an act of worship. We're still talking about her today. Yeah. So worship is powerful. Amen. Adoration yeah. is lasting. Yeah. Worship tonight here, yeah. was it's eternal. Yeah. What happened here tonight? It's eternal. Those fragrances go to the throne room. And there's a a scripture in Revelation that talks about even our prayers, that when we, whatever we pray, that they're they're put into a bottle and they're there forever. So any prayer you've prayed is eternal. Any act of worship, any praise that you've offered up to the throne, it's eternal because it goes into the heavenlies. So I'm going to ask the sound people again to... Uh, play. It's a short video. It's about the alabaster box. And um, as we look at this video, 
Again, the thing on my mind is that we would compare her, the broken alabaster box that we will be poured out with praise and glory to Jesus, like Mary did in the Bible and as is acted in this song, the alabaster box. It's beautiful. Thank you, Lord.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just receive that smile tonight from the Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is looking for box breakers tonight. The Lord is looking for box breaker Marys who's going to pour it out and worship him. And the Bible even says in, in John, it says that he's seeking. The Father is seeking those who will worship him in the spirit and in truth. Just imagine that. Say, let's stop and think about it. God is looking for people to worship him. And he's worthy of our praise. He's worthy to be honored. He's worthy to be exalted. Revelation tells us that the reason we were born was to worship him. And for his pleasure. We are and we were created. And I remember hearing that verse probably 40 years ago and thinking, that is amazing to finally find out why we were born. That you are a people of purpose. That we were born to worship the Lord. It actually says, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things. And it says, and for thy pleasure. Can we say that together? For thy pleasure. Let's say it one more time. For thy pleasure. We were created. So we have a purpose. We have a direction. And I'm just wondering, I mean, this, this could be a whole sermon some other time, some other night, but this, was, this is so old it was typed with a typewriter. Oh, I'm sorry, you young people don't know what typewriters are. Well, if you go to an antique shop, you might see one. And uh, this was typed with a typewriter when Dave and I were, probably we weren't married too long. But it says the uh, 10 ways to praise the Lord. And I'm really not going to focus on this tonight, but I'm just wondering, could we break our boxes tonight? Yes. Could we, what, what if we never have, like Pastor Davis said, there's, there was a time when he couldn't, he couldn't even lift his hand to God. Well, how about if it's in the Bible Amen. and it says, lift up holy hands without yes. wrath or doubting. Yes. Look at the freedom here tonight. Yes. Lifting hands, 10 ways to praise God. Well, clapping, hallelujah, we love the clap. <laughs> It, um, I think it's Psalm 48. It says, uh, clap your hands, all ye people. Yes. Shout unto God with a voice, of it's a voice of triumph. It's not a voice of defeat. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Shouting, it's included in that as well. Spiritual singing. You'll hear in this church that this church was birthed to be a worship center. Yes. It was birthed to honor the king, Amen. worship the king. Jesus is Lord, and to just get rid of limitations, break that box, break those limitations, break those bondages. Oh, how about dancing? (laughs) Put a new song in my heart. Oh, he set set us free to dance before him. The victory march. Sometime, I just thought of this now, but like sometime uh, during worship, if one of you get an impression like, we need to do a victory march, like around Jericho, and get some walls to come down, just take off. Go ahead and do some victory marching. Amen. We did a victory march out on Main Street. How many years ago? Years ago. <laughs> That's when you start saying, I'm not sure how many. But we did a victory march that the walls had come down and that land would be released to us. And we were able to buy all that property for the Lord and all that property. And we did a victory march. We have pictures of that. Um, falling down prostrate. Prostrate is a form of worship. Don't you love it? Oh, Lord. I knew this had happened. Yeah. We fall before him. Yeah. Prostrate, at his, prostrate at his feet. Amen. We worship him. He's the king of glory. Yes, he is. Can we lay it all down? Yes. Can we lay on our face before God? Yes. What if you go to your home and you're just, you're really desperate. You're not satisfied. You're hungry for more. I don't know about you. That's all of us. <laughs> and no matter how long we've known the Lord, he's, so, he, he's, he's limitless. Amen. And there's more, and there's more, and there's more. Let's not be satisfied. Let's get on our face before God. That's one of the ways we can worship him. Lay, lay at his feet. Cry out to him. Put your burdens down and be intimate with him. You hear his voice. You know him. He adores you. He loves you. And he, he is worthy of us falling down. What about kneeling? I grew up in a church where we knelt all the time. But let's, let's remember to kneel before him. 
Let's spend some time on our knees. Let's spend some time um, leaping. They were walking and leaping and praising God. But like I said, I didn't really want to spend a lot of time on that. But I, I think it's really important that we remember just biblical ways from the Bible. It's not like, oh, that's that church's way. No, it is in the Bible. Amen. Now, that little sheet I had had probably, I don't know, hundreds, uh, hundred or 200 scriptures that talk about some of those very things yeah. and singing the song of the Lord and letting the yeah. song from heaven that yes. happened here tonight yeah. flow into the atmosphere. Yes. And suddenly we're changed from glory to glory. Amen. Suddenly we're changed from strength to strength. Amen. And you people, I look around and I see you've gone from victory to victory. Amen. And it's because you've, you've learned how to pray and you've learned how to worship and break Amen. those boxes, those alabaster boxes, and anoint him with, the, with your tears and with your expressions of love. Amen. He alone is worthy of our praise. Amen. He actually says that he's not going to share his glory. In Isaiah, he says, I'm the Lord. That is my name. Do you love his name tonight? It's a name above all names. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue. We confess Jesus is Lord. And it says he won't give his glory to any other name. He won't give his glory to any other idol. And he won't give his glory or his praise to any other graven image. Amen? Amen. Amen. The Bible calls you tonight a royal nation. Now, I think you should just walk a little bit taller than you are. I say that a lot. Maybe it's because I'm not quite (laughs) 5'3". But we can walk a little bit taller than we are because we're a royal nation. We're a holy priesthood that we will show forth the praises of of his glory in the darkness and and break forth into his glorious light. So there absolutely is, I'm, I'm looking into the spirit here, there is nothing missing. There is nothing broken, there is nothing missing. You are a royal priesthood, you are royalty. You're, you are mountain movers, you're water walkers, and you're life changers. You're changing your atmosphere. You're royalty, thank you, Lord. Praise us for every age group, aren't you glad about that? Um, Psalm 148, verse 11, it says, kings of the earth. It includes every people group, everyone, no matter what your status is, every age group. I'll tell you, it's such a blessing to see little Eleona come up and say, how can I pray for you tonight? (laughs) And she had prayer for Bill Vanderbush on Wednesday. And um, it's, you know, train them up in the way they should go. So every age group, it's not too young to start. Kings of the earth, all the nations, you princes, all rulers on the earth, young men, young women, old men, children, amen? What does it say? Let's read verse 13 together. Let them praise the name of the Lord. Read it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's for every age group. It's for no matter what your job is. It's no matter what you like to do, no matter what you're passionate about. It says that praise is fitting and comely for the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace. I'm going to read a couple of powerful benefits that come from praise. And this is amazing. This will keep you singing in the shower. This will keep you singing, singing on, your, on the bed. This will keep you singing in your car. It'll keep you singing in the kitchen. It'll keep you singing as you vacuum <laughs> the living room. <laughs> and it says, uh, this is Second Chronicles 20 and 21 and 22. Let me tell you what, how important your vocal cords are. Praise God for your vocal cords. Amen. Praise God you have a voice. Yes. Praise God that you can rise up and say, I will not be silent. Because I want to tell you what, when I was, when I was a... Uh, brand new, I wasn't born again, and I was a brand new student up here, and I feel so bad about this. But I did not have a voice for abor- against abortion. I didn't know. Yeah. I, my, I, I was blind, and I had girlfriends that were in those situations, and, and then some things very close to home. Excuse me. Yeah. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and I didn't have a voice. The enemy will try to silence you. The enemy will try to tell you that you don't say it right. You don't 
you don't understand it. The, the enemy will tell you not to talk. But I want to tell you, you have a power in your voice. Speak up. And, and then I, I learned... I, I, I learned how precious life is, and I, of course, then began to speak at the age of 19 against abortion. But, you know, there's so many things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, you just, you're, just, you're neutral. Right. We're not neutral with God. Amen. We have his word. It's a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. Right. And one of the powerful benefits of praise is that it defeats our enemies. Amen. So I want to I provoke you tonight. One of the gifts that God put in me, which is completely against my natural personality, is to um, exhort. And so, you know, it's a spiritual thing. And I I want to exhort you tonight to open your mouths. I want to exhort you tonight to use your voice, to worship the Lord, to preach the word. Speak up. Because you know what? Mm -hmm. It's while we're here on this earth where we can use our voice for him. We can preach the word. We can sing a new song to the Lord. I want to, um, by the spirit here, I believe this is by prophecy, I just want to release some of you from holding back from the corporate gifts of the spirit in this congregation. And that's a whole other teaching too, but the word of wisdom, word of knowledge. Brother Roger was speaking about that with the ushers this morning, and it was just so powerful to hear look what the lord has done and but roger had to open his mouth and speak those things out so i want to release all of us here tonight from holding back holding back with our voices boy your voices are so strong your voices are so powerful and effective and your prayers accomplish much so keep praying keep preaching keep singing keep prophesying Keep encouraging. Use your voice for God's glory. Don't let anyone silence you. I feel very sad when four-year-olds are singing the B-I-B-L-E at the top of their lungs, and all of a sudden they turn seven and they say they can't sing. Stop it. That's That's a lie. That's from the pit of hell. Praise defeats the enemy. Second Chronicles. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to... Appointed who? Appointed who? Man. And I heard some powerful singing back over here tonight. Hallelujah. Men lifting their voices for God. Men singing to God. Using their outdoor voice. Amen. Amen. Let's use our outdoor voices for God. It says he appointed men to sing to the Lord. And to what? For the splendor of? His holiness. holiness. As they went, they out at the head of the army saying, and here we go, we sang this tonight, give thanks to the Lord our God and King. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Now look at verse 22. Oh, Selah, catch it. And as they began to sing in praise. Let me say that again. As they began to sing in praise. One more time. As they began to sing in praise. They began to worship. They began to worship the Lord. It says, then the Lord set ambushes against the man anyway. And I won't read all those names. But the Lord brought the victory against the enemies. Uh, those attacks that were going on. But that is a powerful, life-changing verse. I, I probably bring up a lot of history when you get to be our age. But I remember, I remember years ago when I saw that, I was like, that is wonderful. Yes. As you begin to sing and praise the Lord, that the Lord yes. defeats your enemies. Hallelujah. So that is powerful. Keep yes. praising. Amen. Praise defeats the enemy. Praise also, this is another one, silences the enemy. Yes. This is good. This is really good. Do you ever have voices? Well, maybe none of you do. But voices, dark voices, disturbing voices, thoughts that come to you that are not your own. Now, I have fought those demons. And guess what? Me and Jesus won. <laughs> but this says, I learned, I learned that from the Bible. Because there was a spirit of insanity in our lineage. And I had an aunt that went crazy and other, um, other people in our, in our family, both sides, that ended up in mental institutions. 
But because of the word of God, we have a sound mind. We have a sound lineage. And we can silence those voices. How do we do that? We line it up with the word of God. You hear something, you, you hear something and you go, oh, that doesn't feel good or seem right. Is it in the Bible? Oh, it's not in the Bible? Command you to go in the name of Jesus. Get rid of it. Cast down imaginations at every high thing that it would exalt itself against the word of God. I'm going to release power tonight on, on the young people here tonight, yeah. on this young generation, that I want to declare to you tonight, you're the head, not the tail. You're missionaries. You're going around the world with the gospel. You're the head, not the tail. You're above only and not beneath. You overcome by the blood of the Lamb, and let's say it again, by the word of your testimony. And speaking the word, preaching the word. And I've told so many stories over the years as I preach, but, but timidity can attack young people. A spirit of, it's, and it's a spirit of timidity. Intimidation. It doesn't have to be young people. It can come on any age. But the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, of intimidation or timidity. But he has given us, come on, say it. It's a spirit of love, power, strength, and a sound mind. You can do anything. You can go anywhere from here. You can do what God has asked you to do. You can, fit, you can fight, face your Goliaths, and you will conquer. Because greater is he who's in us than he is in the world. You can go around the world. Come on, you can get in those airplanes. You can fly overseas. You can preach to every nation. You can tell them the good news that he is worthy, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father, and that not anyone here, but I mean especially you young people, that you will not ever be held back and have this thought or this spirit come on you that would hold you back and keep you from your assignment and hold you back and hinder you from becoming everything that God wants you to be. I just want to tell you, you are strong in the Lord. Amen. You have the glory. The glory of the Almighty has overshadowed you. Amen. And you can do all things. Amen. I want to encourage everyone, maybe like I'm in my 60s. Let's, let's say those in our 60s, keep dreaming. Amen. Let's keep moving. Amen. If we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we've always gotten. Amen. But we can do what God has called us to do. Amen. And it won't be a hard thing. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. If you have to uh, do something, you might do something the first time, do it afraid. But do it. Shout amen. Let's do it. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This, this uh, verse about praise silencing the enemy, it says in Psalm 8-2, it says, Lord, how, oh, Lord, that's another song we sing, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. You've set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies. And here it is. To silence, I'm going to read it here. To silence the foe and the avenger. Just silence him. Don't give him the time of day. That thou might still the enemy. Still means to just stop him. Don't listen anymore. And the avenger. It's someone who's against your soul. It's someone who's against the call of God on your life. It's someone who's against your faith. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let faith rise up. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. There's a new level of faith here tonight because we hear his word. It's all about his word. And we, we hear and we know and we see and we perceive. Look what the Lord has done. Lord, you're great. Lord, you're mighty. So praise has powerful benefits. Yes. But we certainly want to be people who praise. That's right. We want to be people who see the enemy defeated. Yes. We want to be people who silence the enemy because we're authorized. Right. You have authority. Yes. The, Luke, the, the book of Luke says, over all the power of the yes. enemy all and the nothing shall by any means. Amen. Come on, Jesus said nothing. Isn't that nice? Nothing shall by any means harm you, hurt you, or destroy you. Amen. Now that's the word of God. That's right. And we can walk on that word. We can walk 41 years <laughs> preaching good news, Amen. benefits, praise turns sorrow into joy. Thank you. I refuse to be silent. Amen. 
I was silent. Growing up in an alcoholic home, Psalm 30, verse 11, when you grow up in an alcoholic home, that's normal to you. When both your parents are alcoholics, you think that's normal, and you think everyone else is abnormal. And growing up in an alcoholic home where you just, I don't, I mean, may, I must have talked, but I don't recall talking. Um, there was a lot of kids in the family, and we were the younger ones, and alcohol dominated. And pretty soon, drug abuse and, and crazy lifestyle just was normal to me. And I remember, you know, just little things like people, like kids' parents who went to the PTA meeting. I know I've told you that story before. But it was like, oh, your parents go to PTA? Well, back then, that was called Parent Teacher Association. <laughs> That's probably changed now, but. <laughs> How many remember PTA? Okay. A lot of us do. And, but I thought that was unusual <laughs> that, that that would happen. And I, I was very quiet, and I was silenced, because there's an enemy who's after your future. That's right. There's an enemy who's after your voice. That's right. And I believe tonight you're just going to rise up Amen. even higher Amen. than you already have. That's right. And he turns our sorrow to joy. Yeah. He's done that. How many, how many could say tonight that's happened in your life? Amen. Yeah. He's lifted depression. Amen. He's lifted a spirit of heaviness. He doesn't give a spirit of heaviness, but he gives us a garment of, a garment of praise in place of it. Thank you, Lord, for new wardrobes. Amen, guys and girls. Brand new wardrobes tonight. Thank you, Lord. This says in verse 11, you've turned my wailing into dancing. Are you, are you tired of wailing? I got tired of wailing. And you removed my sackcloth, and you clothed me with joy. So which do you want? Do you want to cry and wail, or do you want to dance with joy? Let's dance with joy. Yeah. How about it? Yeah. Go ahead and shout, dance with joy. Yeah. Therefore, verse 12. Therefore, my heart will sing. Come on, I don't know why God puts singing so much in the Bible. We don't know why, but he loves it. He loves music. He loves a lot of things, but he loves instruments. He loves dancing. He loves worship. He loves praise. Gifts come forth. Be developed. Start. I, that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. Not be silent. Don't be silent. Oh, Lord, my God. What, what does it say? Go ahead, read that last phrase. I will. Forever. That's what we're going to do. Amen. Doing will do. Praise is a choice. It helps our love walk and our testimony. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. Yes. How many times will we read that in the Bible? Forever and ever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness. Amen. And I'm going to do that for every generation. every generation. Talk to the young people. Talk to the old people. Yep. Talk to the people your age. Yep. Praisers are not negative people. They are thankful people. Let's look at a verse in Ephesians. It's in the New Testament. Ephesians 5, 17 through 20. We did this tonight. We come in to church and we speak. Let's see. Speaking to one another. Um, let's see. Where should I start here? Verse 19. Speak to one another. Oh, I think I did want to read from 17. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Okay, I wanted to read that to tell you not to get drunk. Yeah, amen. 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 Let's just not. Yeah. Everyone shout amen. amen. It's just not good. Right. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Okay, let's just take a deep breath right now. Thank you, Father, for filling amen. everyone here tonight with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In filling. By your spirit, with your love, right now, in Jesus' name. Verse 19, speak to one another with psalms. Should we read it together? Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Sing, make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. See, when you're filled with the spirit, you're not negative. I'm dealing with a negative person. They don't live here. They live far away, but it's just sad. It's, they don't even realize it's a downer. And 
But when you're filled with the Spirit and you're praising, it says you're always giving thanks. How many know someone like that? They come in, they're always thankful for something. I live with someone like that. I am so blessed. I am so grateful. He's so blessed, you know. He's so glad he has breath in his lungs. Talked about breath in his lungs the other day. But how important that is, that we have breath in our lungs. We lost a friend, a dear friend, because he didn't have any more breath in his lungs. And, but we can give thanks always. I like this, too, and this is on Pastor Dave's calendar, and it says, praise is living in the answer. And um, I'm going to be really close to, I have a, there's a really neat thing we are going to finish with tonight. But um, when we live in the answer, it says, blessed are those who dwell in your house. That's you. You're addicted to the ministry. You're coming out tonight. Yeah. It says they, will, they are ever praising you. Yeah. And it's like that song, that new song we're doing. Your praise will ever be on my lips. Yeah ever be on my lips. Okay, I'm going to pass over a little bit of this, but I just want to say David had, had extravagant praise. And um, at one point in the Old Testament, he said, I am not going to go to sleep until I've established a spot to worship you. So no, no praise, no sleep. Yeah. Amen? Yeah, amen? Amen. We want to go to bed praising him. Yeah. And then, of course, you know how he danced undignified. Um, and Mikael did not like that at all. Um, okay, winding down here to wind back up. Praise is a good thing. Psalm 92, 1 and 2. Maybe you can just, just read it from memory with me. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto your name, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Amen. Praise is fitting and appropriate. Yeah. Psalm 33, 1. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting and upright, for the upright, to praise him. It's fitting. It's right. Um, God, and God inhabits the praises. is very familiar. Psalm 22, 3. Amen. Okay. When to, when to praise? At all times. Psalm 34. At all times I will praise you. Hebrews 13. Let's continually offer up praise unto God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks. Where to praise? Right here on the earth. Right here. It's not for the sweet by and by in the sky, but it's right here still while we're on the ground, while we're still around. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Praise Praise him while we live. I will praise you, Lord. I will sing praises with my being. What to magnify? Well, we want to magnify the Lord, not the problem. Psalm 34, glorified, magnify the Lord. Talk about his glory. Talk about his power. So I have another video that I want to, for all of us to just partake in tonight. And it's called Be Enthroned. And um, as they're getting that ready, which they're probably, yeah. Um, I just want to say, I've been thinking about a phrase also called map the glory. And there was a woman not that many years ago, but her name was Ruth Ward Heflin. And she talked, off, she talked a lot about praise and worship. And, and that phrase caught me. It was like, map the glory, map the glory. Oh, is there, there's a PowerPoint for that, isn't there? Map the glory. Okay, could I show that first before being thrown? Yeah, it's just one sheet. So... This is, this is powerful. And we, as we map the glory, we praise until the spirit of worship comes. That's what we do here. We worship until the glory comes. God brings the glory. And then we stand in the glory. And once we're in the glory, every need is met. There's a peace you can't explain. There's hope, there's healing, there's a sense of well-being, there's an awareness of love, that you are loved, and it's all about his glory. It's heaven here on earth. And even as we look at this next song, this, this is how I'm going to close tonight, is Be Enthroned. And... 
experience him tonight, if you can, try not to be distracted. Just look at Jesus and break your alabaster box tonight. Maybe some of you will kneel or lay before him or sit still in his presence. But let's go ahead and listen to this. And if you could leave my mic on during this also. Thank you.
praise you, Lord, for your mighty acts. We praise them according to your excellent greatness, Lord. For we praise you, Lord. We praise you with the sound of the trumpet. We praise you, Lord, with the psaltery and the harp. We praise you with the timbrel. There's a new song from heaven. Some here tonight are receiving a new song from the Lord. It's a song from heaven. Thank you, Lord. Could everyone repeat after me? Heavenly Father, I choose to be a box breaker for you. I offer my earthen vessel to you to worship you tonight. 
worship you tonight. And for a lifetime. And for a lifetime. Without hesitations. Without hesitations. Or limitations. Or limitations. Tonight, Lord Jesus. Tonight, Lord Jesus. I release praises to you. I release praises to you. As a sweet aroma. As a sweet aroma. From this broken vessel. God, use me for your glory. Be magnified in my life. Be worshipped and adored for everything that you are and everything who you want me to be. I give you glory, Jesus. And now uh, I'm sensing that we are standing in his glory. Or sitting in his glory. And this is a good thing, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You inhabit our praise. The spirit of worship is here. And the glory has come. Now, Father, as you've been honored here, I pray that you'd minister to your people as your manifest glory touching lives. Or being delivered. Yes. Go ahead. If somebody in the congregation, if you've got something. We yield to you, Jesus. The river's flowing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be enthroned upon the praises of a thousand generations. Oh, God, you are worthy, Lord of all. Thank you. Thank you for this day. And just one last thing. In the spirit, look into the Lord's eyes. Look into Jesus' eyes. The Bible says we can talk to him face to face. Be comforted tonight by that union that you have, that communion that you have with him. All God's people said, amen. amen, amen. Well, let's go ahead and practice a couple of those things. Uh, one way we could show an expression of love is Psalm 48, and it says to, to clap our hands. Let's go ahead and stand up. Clap your hands, all you people. Let's shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. anointing oil out tonight. I had a picture earlier. If anyone wanted to be anointed with oil, that to come forward, and I'd be happy to yes. pray, and others will also pray accordingly. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.